you're about to go inside the den with your Wausau River Wolves. And now, here's your host and play-by-play voice of the Wausau River Wolves, Jake Senholz. What's going on, River Wolves fans? Welcome back inside the den once again for, uh, I believe, episode six. And it is our second victory episode in a row as the River Wolves went 1-0 and last weekend. Uh, enjoyed a bit of a weekend off, at least compared to what they've been seeing in the previous bunch of weeks. Uh, only had to play one game against Oregon and uh, came out of it with a, a four to one victory as they handled Oregon pretty well all night long. Uh, so that's pretty much all uh, we got to talk about here in the opening segment is that one game. Before we get there, I want to remind you that you can uh, qualify for a chance to win some free River Wolves apparel. All you have to do is be subscribed to the podcast, first of all, but then uh, tweet us a picture or tag us in an Instagram post. Uh, just let us know that you've rated and reviewed the podcast, and you're going to get a uh, entry in that drawing, that apparel drawing. And then if you show us that you shared the podcast to your own social media platform, you're going to be eligible for a bonus drawing. So uh, every single week with every new episode, you are eligible for up to two drawings in that free Riverwolves apparel. Again, just make sure you're subscribed. And then all you got to do is rate, review, and share, and you're going to win something uh, something free for sure. It'll probably be a hat, a sweatshirt, uh, something good uh, off the River Wolves apparel rack. And speaking of apparel, as we head towards the end of the season, there is, I believe, up to a 35% discount on any and all River Wolves apparel that is left from this season. So make sure you come on down to Marathon County Ice Arena and take advantage of that uh, throughout the course of the remainder of the home games here this year. Uh, going back to last Friday, it was a 4-1 to victory for the River Wolves. I won't quite call it a dominating victory, even though they did outskate uh, Oregon and they did outplay Oregon basically from the drop of the puck. So I won't call it a dominating victory, but I will call it a very, very convincing victory on the part of the River Wolves. Uh, they are now 2-2 two and two over their last four games. And uh, both of our guests on the inside uh, on the uh, players only segment, excuse me, Tommy Wraith and Griffin Lahet actually did score in this game. Griffin Lahet would open the scoring at the 704 mark of the first period. He was assisted by Trey Bosick and Brady Rothy. That goal happened on the power play. Then just a few minutes later, Isaac Wickersheim would also get one of his own assisted by JJ Martin and Nate Brown. Caden O'Connor made it three to nothing just two minutes into the second period, assisted by Isaac Wickersheim and Max Best on that one. Oregon would get their one and only goal off the stick of Devin Hayes at the 7-12 mark. He was assisted by Paulette and Vanderhoeven. And then Tommy Wraith would wrap up the scoring, assisted by Nate Brown and Casey Couture at the 8-52 mark. So just about a minute and a half after the uh, River Wolves give up their only goal of the weekend, Tommy Wraith comes back, gets one right back, and uh, that was all the scoring that the game would provide. There was no scoring on either side in the third period, but uh, Tommy Wraith uh, with a goal, Griffin Lahette with a goal, Isaac Wickersheim with a goal and an assist. 
Nate Brown with two assists that night. Uh, and then Casey Couture, J.J. Martin also with an assist in there, uh, as well as Trey Bosick and Brady Rothy. So a couple of River Wolves towards the top of the score sheet, or of the points total, excuse me, uh, getting themselves on the score sheet last Friday. Pretty clean game played by your River Wolves. The uh, only penalty before the third period called on the River Wolves was a coincidental. Caden O'Connor uh, took he took matters into his own hands after Parker Severson uh, was called for a 20-minute game misconduct boarding penalty. Caden O'Connor showed his displeasure, ended up getting coincidentals called on him, and then the River Wolves would get two penalties called on them in the third period as well. Uh, ended up killing off both those penalties, so it didn't really matter much. But overall, River Wolves playing a very clean game, just three penalties. Oregon was called for six penalties. Uh, Oregon also played both their goaltenders in that game. Hunter Adams officially would take the loss. He played 22 minutes and eight seconds, made 10 saves on 13 shot attempts. Cole Garver uh, would come in in relief and play uh, very well for the next uh, two periods of the game. Uh, he played 37, uh, basically 38 minutes in total and made 14 saves on 15 shot attempts. So River was not able to get the puck on the net quite as much throughout the second and third period. But again, the damage was already done uh, by the time, you know, second period hit the midway mark. Uh, Caleb Sauer came up huge for the River Wolves once again. This was his fourth consecutive start, his second win in those four starts, and he made 33 saves on 34 shot attempts, giving him an impressive 97% save percentage on the season. So again, that was the one and only game for the River Wolves this last weekend. They're going to be taking on those Oregon Tradesmen in a two-game series. It's a home and home starting uh, tonight on Friday, and then uh, Oregon's coming back to Wausau tomorrow on Saturday. Just a quick rundown of the points leaders for the Wausau River Wolves right now. Isaac Wickersheim continues to lead uh, with 15 points, coming from 10 goals and 5 assists. Nolan Gifford not far behind with four goals and nine assists, giving him 13 points on the season. Pavel Bakhtin and Trey Bosick, uh, each sitting with 11 points. Ethan Cumming and Taylor Frerichs with 10 points. Casey Couture with nine. J.J. Martin with seven. Max Best with six. Of course, Max uh, did miss a good number of games. He's only played in 13 games this season, as opposed to the uh, 20-something being played by a majority of the other River Wolves. Uh, Griffin Lahette. Has four, goal, has four points on the season. Uh, Tommy Wraith has four points on the season. Caden O'Connor, four points. David McDonald, four points. Nate Brown, four points. Uh, Hayden Shoemake and Jake Minch, along with Brady Rothy, all have three. And then there's a couple uh, River Wolves there straggling at the end with uh, just one point on the season. But all the River Wolves uh, have been important. They've all played a big role. And every point counts the same. So whether you got one or you got 15, uh, they've been important for the River Wolves this season. Taking a look at goaltending, uh, it was Joseph LaForge for a, a majority of the first part of the season. I uh, haven't seen him in a few games now. Uh, maybe we'll see him more this weekend. I did not ask Coach Bailey uh, who he's planning on playing this weekend, but we might see some LaForge action. He currently has a 5.38 goals against on the season to go along with a 8.82 save percentage. He also does have a shutout in 780 minutes played. Caleb Sauer has a 3-5 record on the season. 
uh, and three, five and one, excuse me, including that one overtime loss in 562 minutes played. He's got a 4.959 goals against and a 90% save percentage. So those numbers right there uh, showing how many saves both LaForge and Sauer have had to make on the season. Uh, again, Caleb Sauer got over a four and a half goals against yet has an above 90% save percentage. Uh, so, you know, that, that definitely speaks volumes as to the kind of, uh, kind of volume, uh, don't, don't mean to, to use the same word there, descriptive word twice, but it speaks volumes about the volume of shots Caleb Sauer and Joseph Forge have seen here this season. Uh, River Wolves, uh, surprisingly not unrealistic, uh, out of contention for a playoff spot. They're going to have to win about two thirds of their remaining games and have to get some help along the way, but Hey, we could be seeing some uh, playoff hockey out of these River Wolves if all things uh, break the right way uh, come late March. So we'll be looking forward to that. Excited for another game against the Tradesmen on Saturday. And I know the River Wolves are pumped up to go down to Oregon and take it to them on home ice here tonight as well. So that's all I've got for you uh, here in this opening segment of Episode 6 of the Inside the Den podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for uh, sharing the podcast around following us on social media. Of course, if you would like to follow us on social media and you don't yet, you can find us on any and all social media platforms by searching Wausau R. Wolves. I, of course, am Jake Senholz. You can find me on Twitter at Senholz on Sport, and uh, you can hear me on the call of the rest of the River Wolves games as well over on Hockey TV this season. All right, we got a good one for you coming up. Uh, quick conversation with Zach Surway, and then we get into Coach Bailey finish up with uh, Tommy Wraith and Griffin Lahette. Once again, thanks for being with us here inside the den. We'll be right back after this. Take on winter weather with Fleet Farm. Find everything you need to keep your family safe and warm from tires, shovels to snow throwers to hats, boots, and gloves. Fleet Farm's got you covered this winter season. Fleet Farm proudly serving the Midwest since 1955. Welcome back inside the den. Joining me, as always, is the Director of Business Operations for the River Wolves, Zach Surway. And Zach, we are on the eve of the much-anticipated and much-talked-about uh, teddy bear toss, of course, that is presented by Culver's, partnering with Salvation Army. And if you haven't heard by now, we'll remind you one last time, uh, all you got to do, bring a uh, stuffed animal, uh, whether it be a teddy bear or any animal of your choice, and when the River Wolves score their first goal of the game, uh, you're going to toss them on the ice, and they'll be collected to benefit kids here in north-central Wisconsin. Uh, Zach, the way that the podcast is uh, put together, you're actually going to answer this first, but uh, in uh, the uh, timeline of recording, you're actually answering it last. So I'm very interested to see uh, who your pick is going to be here. But uh, we've, we've talked about for a while that Jonah guaranteed a first-period goal. I want to know who you think is going to score that goal. So I'm going to go with probably a, a little bit of an outside pick uh, or outsider pick in terms of he scored some goals early, earlier in the year but then suffered an injury. I'm going to go with the local tie from Mosinee. So I'm going to pick Max Best that he's going to score the teddy bear toss goal. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, that is actually uh, the first repeat pick that we've had. Um, Max Best is a great pick, and I believe – he was Griffin Lahette's pick as well. 
And I said, you know, he's due for one. He's been uh, in- injured for a while. He just came back, uh, got a game under his belt. And he was uh, one of the first two players this year to score on this Oregon Tradesman team way back in October. So I think Max Best is a fantastic pick. Um, uh, let, let us know. I'm sure we're, are we going to have a Twitter question or something like yeah, that? Yeah, we're going to be putting uh, that out actually later uh, today on Twitter for, for people uh, to vote on who they think is going to score the Teddy Bear Toss. So that should be interesting to find out who uh, who the fans think is going to score. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun here tomorrow night. Yeah, so definitely head on over to uh, the Wausau River Wolves Twitter at Wausau R Wolves and uh, voice your opinion here uh, as we have uh, answers all across the board. So it'll be interesting what you fans think as well. Um, so that's happening tomorrow night as we record this, uh, which is um, Saturday the 20th. And uh, then it is a uh, away weekend for four days in a row in St. Louis. But the following week we come back uh, with another fantastic giveaway uh, presented by Budweiser, presented by Budweiser, and it's going to be that uh, River Wolves pint glass giveaway. Uh, I, I just saw a picture of the pint glasses this morning. I think they look awesome. Uh, definitely going to be a hot giveaway. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so we have that pint glass give, giveaway going on on March 6th. Um, I think you said a, a last episode, but it's really a, a good quality item, and I think uh, people are going to enjoy getting it. Uh, at March 6th, as always, for all of our giveaways. Uh, I think people seen it uh, for our last giveaway, the Fleet Farm Camo beanie giveaway that they went pretty quickly. Um, so you want to make sure that you show up at 6.40 p.m. on the night of March 6th. And actually, uh, we have a one other game that week, uh, two days prior, a, a rare Thursday game, um, Thursday, March 4th as well, as we'll be taking on the Rochester Grizzlies. So you want to miss that one as well yeah and that should be a good game against the grizzlies uh river wolves haven't seen them in a while there's been some roster moves and there's definitely been some team improvement since the last time they played rochester so uh that'll be a, a really fun uh, little weekend series set here at home uh zach anything else that you want to uh, talk about beyond the point gl- or beyond the pint glass excuse me uh coming up the rest of the year here for the river wolves um i would say i mean obviously we're running out of time for people to come check out the games uh after this uh, game here this saturday night we only have four more home games remaining uh like we mentioned march 4th march 6th and then the following saturday i believe that's march 13th and then march 20th is the final home game of the year so you're running out of chances to see live uh sports in action here in central wisconsin which i know a lot of people have uh, been looking forward to getting outside and hopefully the weather warms up here uh, towards the month of March and people can enjoy some rules hockey. Yeah, we're on our way. Uh, was in the negatives for about two weeks there and now we got some nice like 20 degree weather. Uh, nice, of course, is relative, you know, when you're talking about 20 degree weather, but uh, come on down, check out some hockey here uh, in your last few opportunities at the Marathon County Ice Arena. Um, there is not going to be a podcast next week, correct, Zach? Because yeah, the, we'll be on the road in St. Louis, so uh, we'll skip next week's episode for recording, and then we'll double up uh, the following week. All right, doubling up the following week, so we'll remind you one final time. Uh, we got that uh, Teddy Bear Toss giveaway tomorrow night, and then March 6th is the day you're going to want to get here nice and early and uh, secure yourself a pint glass presented by Budweiser. So, Zach, we'll talk to you again in two weeks. Go Wolves. Go Wolves. Don't miss a minute of thrilling River Wolves hockey this season. Catch all the games streaming live on Hockey TV. 
Visit HockeyTV.com for more details. And welcome back inside the den. Joining me again this week is the head coach of the Wausau River Wolves, Colin Bailey. Uh, coach, thanks for taking a few minutes with me here before game time. You guys heading to Oregon uh, yeah. here in a few hours. Um, you beat them pretty handily last weekend, uh, played a, a really solid game overall from top to bottom. Uh, you guys are 500 in the pa- across the past four games. Like That's got to feel pretty good, right? Yeah, it's been a uh, nice, uh, nice few weeks. I mean, I'm having a ton of fun here. Um, I, you know, I wish we kind of got off to the start, but you know, it's better, you know, better late than never, I guess, you know, so, um, it's been a lot of fun. The boys have been competing hard. We've been working our asses off in practice and day in and day out. Um, and it's just been, it's been a lot of fun to see that all come to fruition and get some, you know, reward out of it. Yeah. You've been able to add to the win column each of the last two weeks now. And like you said, you know, kind of wish that maybe you had this roster, you had this ability to, uh, you know, play this way at the beginning of the season, but, um, Hey, it's uh, plenty. It's plenty of time to still get some wins. Um, I think there's like twelve or fourteen games yep. left in the season yet. So yeah, definitely uh, double-digit wins, definitely within reach here, and it can all start this weekend. How much confidence does it give you as a coaching staff? And like, how excited are the boys knowing that not only can they skate with this Oregon team, but they can beat this team handily? How excited are they for this weekend? You know, there's definitely a different. You know, there's a palpable switch within the locker room, and you know, and it's coming down to that confidence. The boys are really starting to believe in themselves and. Um, you know, when you go on a losing skid like we did, it's hard to maintain that confidence, but it's just, it's fantastic to see that coming back. Um, you know, definitely don't want to get too far, you know, far ahead of ourselves. We still have to stick to the basics and plain and simple. We just got to outwork these teams. Um, but you know, I think that, that, you know, to, to get that reward, you know, paying off now is fantastic. And, you know, to see the confidence growing within the room is even better. And we can talk about this more in coming weeks, but you have a rough idea of like how many of these guys are going to be brought back or you're going to be able to bring them back. Like, are we going to have uh, a large core of this uh, roster, you know, back on the ice with us next season? I'm really hoping so. You know, obviously the goal is to develop and, and uh, advance these kids. Um, and that's, that's going to be my priority. You know, obviously I want, I want these guys at higher levels. That's my job is to make sure, you know, that they come here at the end of the year or, you know, at the beginning of the season. And then when they leave here, that they say, you know, I'm a better player, I can make that next level, and that's my job. Um, and, you know, and that's what Jonah and I are going to do to push them and try and get them to these extra level, you know, the, that next level and make those phone calls and get them in front of these people that they need to see. Um, we're holding a showcase this year, this summer, that's going to be great for those guys as well. Um, but, yes, I, you know, if, if that doesn't work out, I think, you know, we could have a potential to return a, a good chunk of these guys. Um, you know, we're already getting, you're, we're getting into recruiting for next season already pretty heavily. So, I mean, I think if we... You know, we already got a pretty good base started, and, you know, we're, we're hitting the trail pretty hard. So I think uh, as of right now, things are looking very, very promising for next season. I'm very excited. And a showcase this summer could be huge for a lot Absolutely. of those guys who didn't get the opportunity, obviously, this winter. Usually they have that uh, yeah. NA3 showcase over in, in Minneapolis, and that didn't happen this season. So uh, definitely a big opportunity for those guys. Last question here. Um, we've been talking about it for weeks. It's the Teddy Bear Toss game tomorrow night. Uh, as mentioned um, previous as well, Jonah has guaranteed a first <laughs> a first uh, first period goal is what I'm trying to say there. But I want to know who you think, and actually I'm going to ask you too, Jonah, uh, here at the end, but who do you think uh, nets that first goal uh, for your Wolves tomorrow night? Oh, man. 
Now I'm gonna go for a wild card. Get in this first junior goal. I'll go with Braden Rothie. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I like that. Ro- that's he's never uh, Rothie's never scored at the junior level. Oh, has he? No, no I don't think he has. Scored. No, he's he's definitely tried. He's had a few chances, but I was gonna say he, he's had a lot of opportunities. He's had some power play time. He's yeah. on the ice quite a bit. Like that actually very uh, very much surprises you know, me. I'll, so I'll I'll go with a wild card on that one, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. If you could lay a bet on it, Rothy would probably have like plus fifteen hundred yeah. odds or something. Like he'd, he'd be one of the longer shots. And Jonah, finally, it's you been uh, anticipated for weeks. Who you got scoring this uh, big uh, predicted goal here? I'm gonna take our today's shootout winner, Mr. Shoemake. That's a good choice. Hayden Shoemake. Is He's due for one. Goal. He's yes. due for one. All right. So I'm taking. Hayden Shoemake. So oh, yeah. um, I have asked this question now to uh, both of you guys, and then our two uh, guests on the uh, players only segment here coming up as well and i've gotten four different answers <laughs> and i had a different answer as well so uh i don't know i'm gonna ask zach the same thing and, yeah. and we'll see if we get a double doubler here or otherwise one of us has got to be right like right? if we're guessing five six different players I'll one of us right. has got to be right, I will so. be right. <laughs> all right jonah says he's gonna be right um he better be praying too that he's right about this first period thing because uh <laughs> we've been giving him a lot of uh, guff for that but hopefully uh that does indeed happen so anyway Coach, uh, thanks for a few minutes here this morning, and good luck this weekend against Oregon. Great. Thank you very much. Hey, fans, upgrade your windows and doors before winter is here. Visit our partners at Exquisite Windows and Doors. Request a free quote at exquisitewindowsanddoors.com. And welcome back inside the den for today's players-only segment. We have a couple of Riverwolves forwards. We've got number 15, Griffin Lahat, and number 27, Tommy Wraith. Boys, thanks for taking a few minutes with me here on game day today. Thank you for having us. Right. Yeah, let's let's start right there. Um, you guys playing the Oregon Tradesmen tonight. You're actually heading down there to their uh, to their home ice. They were up in Wausau last weekend. You guys beat them pretty handily. Uh, how much confidence does that game give you guys? Uh, you guys are two of the newest newest players here, but the team has really taken a big step forward since you guys have joined the roster. Uh, how have things been for you here in Wausau? And how much confidence do you guys have uh, in these two games against Oregon this weekend? I mean, uh, we definitely have some more offensive power than we used to uh, from before I was here. But um, for the most part, our game against them last Friday was nothing. I mean, we're coming in and thinking no differently about the enemy. And that's the one thing that I focus on myself is not ever getting too cocky and ahead of myself uh, coming into these kind of games. Right. Confidence just keeps building up. and. Last weekend was a good game, but obviously probably not our top game. We always got more to bring every day. We're just doing day by day. And you're going to have a chance to uh, show that this weekend and get a home-and-home between you guys and Oregon. Um, Let's take it back a little bit to uh, you guys when you started your hockey career. I know, um, Griffin, you are from uh, St. Paul, so obviously a a bit, right? Uh, Duluth, uh, excuse me. uh, Big big hockey area, um, obviously, and then... Uh, Tommy, you are from, is it Winnica, Illinois? Winnica, Illinois. Yeah. It's um, northern suburb of Chicago. Okay, I was going to say, it's actually one of the suburbs I had never heard of before I yeah, uh, looked at small, the roster. It's unknown uh, but, but still, obviously, Chicago, a big hockey area. So tell me, uh, Griffin, we'll start with you. Just tell me a little bit about your hockey career growing up, what it was like playing uh, in <clears> Minnesota. Did you have very much success as a youth, and then how did you end up uh, playing junior hockey here? I mean, I've been playing since I was about three. It's just that's kind of the thing to do in Duluth in the wintertime. Everyone's just out skating, playing hockey. And yeah, I mean, I played all winter long and then played summer long. So 
Yeah, it was pretty successful. And then coming all the way up, it just came, played all the way through. And now here in Warsaw. And uh, do you think it was an advantage to you at all growing up in in Minnesota, where obviously the competition is very high and you got to push yourself all the time? Yeah, absolutely. Because there's always somebody better than you there. So like, you got to work your hardest every single day. Otherwise, someone's gonna take your spot. And then same question to you, Tommy. Obviously, Chicago has a lot of talent coming out of it as well. Um, you, maybe you had a little less competition at the youth, at the yeah. youth level because you said you're from a small city. But as you get older, that uh, competition grows, right? Yeah, basically. When I grew up, we had four teams that we played against, and there was one team that would be always so good. So every time we'd go against that one team, that would possibly be the only challenge we'd ever face throughout the season. But they were a really good team, and you'll see a lot of those guys in the NHL right now, honestly. That that setup almost kind of reminds me. I just watched the original Mighty Ducks the other night, where it's like you know, uh, broken up into divisions, and one of them is terrible, the other one is yeah, like it's super great. Exactly like that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and speaking of that, at the end of that movie, obviously everybody knows Charlie Conway gets a a breakaway or excuse me, a penalty shot, a chance to win the game. And Griffin, you uh, put on the back of the net on a penalty shot just the other day. It wasn't the or excuse me, uh, the other week. It wasn't a game winner, but had to have been exciting for you. Uh, when's the last time uh, prior to that that you got to uh, have a chance at a penalty shot? Yeah, it's always exciting getting a penalty shot. Um, I had a few in high school. Probably my sophomore year is my last one. But it's always fun scoring and just getting the opportunity for a penalty shot in the middle of a game. So I played goalie my whole life, so I, I, I'm always curious. Um, obviously, you know, during penalty shots, I'm not allowed to leave my crease, and i got to kind of read and react. Do you come in as a player, as a shooter, do you come in with a plan, or do you kind of touch the puck and then see how things go? Or uh, What did you see against the goalie a couple weeks ago against St. Louis? Well, every every penalty shot or like breakaway I get, I do the same move every single time. I, I just skate, and I know where I'm shooting the puck every time. But, I mean, for most players, probably it's the feel of the puck. You know, you just kind of grab the puck, and then wherever the goalie's doing, you kind of react to that. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, I've never been on that side of a penalty shot, so uh, you know, curious. Uh, speaking of shooting, Tommy, I've commented a couple times uh, that you've got one of the hardest shots, the quickest shots on the team. I think uh, beautiful little little snapshot. Uh, when did your shot really start to develop? Um, and, and do you think that's one of the stronger points of your game? Is your is your shot? Yes, uh, that's something I've always worked on. Um, it started with my older brother. He he made a shooting shooting zone in our garage and. I just picked up right after him, and we just worked every pretty much every summer, like shoot 500 pucks a day. And now today, I have a pretty wicked shot. So, yeah, 500 pucks. Uh, you add that up over the course of many, many years, and that is uh, that's a lot of practice right there. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned off the top, you guys, two of the newer players here in Wausau. How have things been going for you here since you joined the River Wolves? And has it been pretty easy to kind of fall into place with your uh, teammates, your line mates and such? Yeah, team is was a lot of fun. It's been a very easy transition for me. Um, nothing really hard. Other than <laughs> my billet dog hates me, so <laughs> that's the only thing that, uh, that's troubling. That honestly might be a bigger struggle than anything you're ever going to have to deal with on the ice. Like, a dog who doesn't like yeah. you, yeah, that's no fun. Especially it's trouble. Yeah. Uh, you got to kind of creep around the house, or do they got to have them put away when you get home, yeah, or how does they, that work? They have them put away when, when I get home, so, <laughs> like, uh, the first time that I had to deal with it was I got bit literally two hours before, uh, two weeks ago, game on Friday. <laughs> I just got bit in the hand, and I was bleeding. Shit. I had to go on the ice with a bloody hand. 
That's rough. That's <laughs> rough, man. Um, so just a couple quick fire questions, and then I'll let you guys go. Cause I, I don't. Uh, obviously, it is game day, so you guys are uh, gonna wanna, you know, get start to get ready for uh, Oregon tonight. But um, it is an away game, so I'll ask you this question: How do you guys like to spend your time on the bus? I ask all the boys this, but are you more of like a social uh, kind of guy? Or are you hanging out with the boys, or are you kind of quiet in your own seat and focused? Uh, Griffin, how do you approach uh, bus rides? Um, no, I can't stand being quiet. I got to talk to someone. I got to be doing something. I can't sit still. So there's no way I'm sleeping or none of that. I can't listen to music. No. For the most part, I'm the same. But I do occasionally like a little silence. Well, I mean, you guys are uh, good partners in crime then because uh, I think the last like three or four guys have interviewed. They've all said they kind of like to keep to themselves, maybe grab a nap, stuff like that. Both of you guys are like, no way, nope. no way. I so, all right. Well, uh, a couple other quick hitting questions here, and then I'll let you go. Um, who was kind of your hockey idols growing up? Uh, who do you kind of emulate your game after? Or who was your favorite player growing up? Um, I'd say my dad. He was super good at hockey when he was younger, and then he just taught me everything I've done now because I was pushing. So I try to be like him when he was younger. So, obviously, he's the one you said you started playing when you were, like, three. So, obviously, he's the one that got you into it. Uh, did he play, like, at a junior level or a higher level at all? Yeah, he yeah he went pretty far. He could have went pro and stuff. He had a bunch of people looking at him and whatnot. And so, yeah, he's pretty good. That's cool. And, uh, Tommy, what about you? I guess say my biggest mentor is probably my, my uh, brother, Charlie. Um, he's always been there with me throughout hockey. He's just always, like, close. So, um that's been helpful but other than that uh dustin dustin um no what's his name bufflin first name oh yeah what's um his first name is it dustin i think so it's yeah. dustin bufflin. It, with yeah. it with the crazy uh with the crazy last name uh i just i used to watch him playing in the uh stanley cup for the hawks in 2010 yep he's taking it apart i just love how he plays and i've been watching him ever since so it's kind of how i modeled my game so I've actually got a really uh, quick story about him. Uh, when I was way younger, I went to a camp in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Um, and uh, the it was run by Tretiak, the Russian goaltender from the 1980 uh, Olympic team. And well, and before that, obviously. But uh, anyway, one of his shooters was there. He was like 16 at the time, and it was Bufflin. And he told all of us, he's like, get this guy's autograph. He's going to be in the NHL someday. So I actually have I have a picture signed with Trediak and stuff, but I'm like 10 years old with That's Buffalo hilarious. as well, too. So, yeah, uh, just a That's quirky sick. little story there. Um, favorite pregame meal? Are you guys big Subway guys, or what do you like to uh, mow down on before meal? I don't like a big pregame meal. I'll usually have a PBJ. I usually get Subway on the way here. So yeah, PBJ was always uh, after the game for me. Subway was like that's that's the go-to man. I mean, it's yeah, yeah for for hockey players, I think across the board, Subway is like the goat. So, um, I, I guess that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Uh, been ten minutes already, so I'll let you go. Get prepared for Oregon tonight. Uh, good luck, and then we'll see you. Oh, uh, glad I reminded myself. Um, this weekend is uh, we've been talking about it a lot on the podcast. It's the teddy bear toss. Uh, I'm sure you guys are aware of it. Uh, whoever scores the first goal tomorrow night, uh, everybody tosses their teddy bears on the ice, and then they're going to be collected and given away. Um, your assistant coach, Joan Williams, guaranteed a goal in the first period yeah, tomorrow night, a, no, a number of weeks back. So I want to know, he already gave us the first period guarantee. Uh, I want to know who you guys think is going to uh, score that goal. I've been saying I think it's going to be, uh, actually I think it's going to be you, Tommy, or uh, Isaac Wickershine. 
uh, have is where I've got my money on. So, um, uh, what do what do you guys think? Who's who's finding the back of the net first tomorrow? Really hard to tell. I mean, I'm gonna say Max Best is gonna score the goal. Max Best, <laughs> he's he's due he's due for one. Yeah, he I mean, is. he's been he off the is. ice for a while, and uh, he scored against Oregon. Um, in the very this was before you guys got there, but uh, the very first two games of the season, it was uh, only Max and Isaac were able to uh, score. So, um, Max Best is a pretty good bet. I honestly think Ethan will give us one of his crazy goals. <laughs> Ethan coming again, another solid pick. Uh, I'm gonna be asking Zach. I'm gonna probably ask your coaches too. So we'll see what the common consensus here, but. Uh, anyway, thanks for the time, boys, and good luck this weekend against Oregon. Thank, Thank you. you.